Perfectionism is something that I have dealt with my entire adult life, and today I'm going to give you my own personal strategy for dealing with it. Welcome to another video. For those of you who are new here, my name is Nina and I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development. Here at this channel, we talk about everything having to do with our emotional well-being, understanding our own psychology, and living our most awesome life possible. So if you aren't already a subscriber, please go ahead and become one. We definitely want you to be part of our family. Now, perfectionism is something that I've definitely dealt with my whole life. It's that feeling of the need to control everything you do and make it absolutely exceptional. So basically, when you are a perfectionist, you are putting a ton of pressure on yourself to be perfect all of the time. Now, if you have this habit, but it does not cause any kind of problems to your mental health, then you could think of it almost as an advantage. But if you're someone like me, where it actually ends up causing a lot of anxiety and stress in your life, it's something that you definitely want to look at. One of the biggest problems with perfectionism is that it actually ends up making you procrastinate a lot because you are really afraid or intimidated to get started a lot of the time. Also, it leads you to not do these things at all because of the same reason. So if we are constantly fearing that things won't be perfect, there is a great chance we are not going to accomplish them. So let me go ahead and give you a little bit more background on my own perfectionism and you can see if you can relate. So after a lot of self-analysis, I realized that perfectionism was really holding me back in three separate and distinct different ways. And the first one was that it really pushed me to give 110 to 200% on absolutely everything that I did. And again, that is not actually problematic if it does not cause you any kind of negative side effects. But for me, I was constantly, again, stressed out and overwhelmed and absolutely both physically and mentally exhausted because I was going, 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 and just giving everything I had to every single task. This led me to have really horrible time management skills because I was just giving all this energy and attention to absolutely everything so there really wasn't a priority list it was you know this is the next task we're going to exert ourselves to the maximum capacity every single time so I was just giving too much too often all the time the second way it was really harming me was making me too afraid to start on projects even things that I really really cared about I was so afraid of failure that I felt that it was actually a better option to not do something at all than to have something that I perceived as a failure so I was too scared to start anything and nothing was actually getting accomplished and the third way it caused harm in my life was also causing inaction but for a completely different reason so in these circumstances I was not getting anything done because I was completely overwhelmed or mentally and physically exhausted so I could have really important things that I needed to get done but I had no more life energy to give to these things because I had exerted so much time and energy on these things that maybe didn't even have that much meaning to me so I was you know in many cases not getting anything done so what it boiled down to in my life is I was either giving 200% to something or I was giving 0% to something. So if this sounds familiar, I can completely relate to you. But I came up with a system 
that has worked for me since the day I thought of it. So I'm going to share it with you now. I began by thinking about what this behavior was costing me, and I'm going to ask you to do the same. And for myself, I determined that it was costing me a lot. I had a lot of big dreams, a lot of big goals. I definitely wanted to take the road less traveled by, but I was simply too afraid to do it. And I knew I had to make this change. So I began to really think about it further and I started to rationalize with myself and I then asked myself a really life-changing question. And that is, if all the things that I really, really wanted to do and all the tasks that I really, really had to take care of could magically be done by some other person, what is the level of satisfaction that I would need to be happy about the way they took care of it? And I came up with a magic number of 80%. Now remember that perfectionism is all about control. So that's kind of a hard question to answer. But you know, if you think about it for yourself, how would you answer that question? What level of satisfaction would you need to have in it being done if it wasn't done perfectly in your way? So that's the number that I came up with. It was 80%. If this could all go away and it could be 80% done, I would be very happy with that. Which is, again, in stark contrast to if I were to take care of myself, which is going to be, I need it to be like 300% for me to be happy with it. I think maybe subconsciously I came up with the 80% because of the 80-20 rule, which is really unrelated but interesting. If you want to look it up, I can do another video about it as well. But I decided that if I would be happy with someone else doing 80%, that I would have to hold myself only to that standard. So it was lifting a huge weight off my shoulders when I started to approach a task that I was not happy about doing, saying, I only need to get this done at an 80% satisfaction level. So again, we're not talking about the tasks that we enjoy doing or we have no problem doing. Go ahead and do that 200%. It actually makes you happy to do that. If you have that personality type, it brings you joy. I know for myself that it does. But when we're talking about those tasks that are too scary to start or too intimidating to start or you're too overwhelmed to start, then give yourself a break and say, I only need to do this at an 80% level because 80% is way better than 0%. And a lot of times when we are left to our own devices, it's going to be 0% because we are not going to do the task at all. So if we have the choice between 80% and 0%, let's go for that 80%. Think about if we were 80% at our financial goal or if we were 80% done with our website. Wouldn't that be such a relief? It would be a lot better than never starting either of those things, which is again what tends to happen when you suffer from perfectionism. So this little shift in habit is going to help you so much because we all know how fast time goes by. So within a year, you will have a lot of things that are started and possibly completed because you took these steps. It's not intimidating when you don't think you have to do something perfectly. If you only have to do things at 80%, 
doesn't make it that bad to try to get your feet wet a little bit. And again, within a year's time, you're going to be simply amazed by the amount that you are actually able to accomplish. Again, if you don't get started, you can't get anywhere. So this technique works best in four situations, when we are too intimidated to do something, when we are too overwhelmed to do something, when it is a task that is not that important and we need to start using a lot more self-awareness to figure out what tasks are not that important and try to get our priorities a lot more in line, which again is oftentimes difficult for perfectionists, and also doing the tasks that we hate. Naturally, no matter who you are, we tend to avoid the things that we don't enjoy doing. So this strategy works fantastically well in all of these situations. The rest of the time, you can think about giving that 200%. And here's a few things that we need to remember. The first is that there is no such thing as perfection in the first place. So it does not even matter how much time and effort we put into something or how many times we redo a project or you know make alterations. It is never going to be at a standard that we think is you know absolutely without a flaw. So we want to get it to be as good as it can be, but then we really need to let it go. The second thing to remember is that for a perfectionist, 80% is probably more than 200% for the whole rest of the planet. So it is very likely that your 80% is actually truly exceptional and far above the expectations of most people. So actually 80% is not in any way even a low number. The third thing to remember is that if we are suffering from perfectionism or self-doubt at all, it's because we are listening to some kind of story in our mind that is not reality. There is no concrete evidence to suggest that we are not able to accomplish any goal whatsoever. We are fully able to do absolutely anything that we put our mind to. So stop listening to your inner dialogue. If it's negative, you can certainly accomplish your dreams. The fourth thing is that nobody else cares. So much of the time when we're thinking about our own goals, we're scared to even attempt them because we are worried about failure through the eyes of other people. Now, most of the time, these people are completely overwhelmed by their own lives and they are not even noticing what it is we are doing. So again, that's part of our story, but we want to be thinking about only ourselves because that is the only thing that matters. The fifth thing, and this is actually probably the most important one is that our self-worth and our value is simply not determined by our achievements. It is very common for perfectionists to believe that the things that they're doing is directly in relation to how much love they should get from the world and how much they are valued as a person, but that is simply not the case. Our achievements have nothing to do with our value. They are simply our achievements that should be made if it is something that is necessary or important to us, but it certainly does not determine how valuable we are as a person. And the last thing is simply that we cannot achieve any goals if we don't start on them. So if you are, again, not starting any of your tasks and working towards your goals because you're just way too overwhelmed, you're way too stressed out and scared, tell yourself 80%. You can do 80%. You can take steps to getting to that 80%. Don't let yourself think about this 
200% scenario because, you know, there is no person on earth that is going to want to start on a task that they feel that they are going to have to do 200% in, which is what you are in essence asking yourself to do on a daily basis. So it all comes down to really getting your priorities straight about what is important, what are the tasks that I need to accomplish, and what are the dreams that are really of value to me. So once you determine those, you know, those are the things that are going to require the most attention, the tasks that don't require that much attention, you need to stop giving 200% to, to begin with. The other things you can put as much effort and time into as you know you can without becoming mentally and physically ill. But if it's starting to really affect that emotional well-being, then 80%, you're going to tell yourself 80%, you're going to put it on a sticky note right on your computer, right on your mirror, right in your car, wherever you need to see it. But you have to make your own well-being the priority. Your own well-being is much more important than any goal. So I think 80% is a great compromise and it is something that has certainly worked for me. As soon as I start a task that I hate or is scary to me, that 80% provides me a lot of comfort because again, naturally I'm going to go to maybe, you know, not only 200%, I want to do things at 1000%. And I know there are plenty of people out there that can really relate to that. So if that is something that you suffer from, please try this strategy. It has been absolutely life-changing for me and I have been able to go forward and achieve so many of the goals that I would have never gotten started with. So again, think about the things in your life that if you could get to an 80% level, that would be really exciting for you to do so. Maybe that is, you know, for you, a fitness goal, 80% of a fitness goal, or again, a financial goal, or, you know, a personal goal, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But the important thing is that you make some progress. And maybe for you, 80% isn't the magic number, but you can find a number Number that you can again tell to your subconscious that can help you relax a little bit and actually get you started in the direction that you need to be going in. So I hope this strategy is really helpful for you. Please let me know in the comments if it is, especially if you put it into practice. And I thank you so much for spending time with me today. If this video was helpful, please like it and share it with someone else who may need to hear this message today and certainly become a subscriber if you aren't one already. I look forward to seeing you soon and I hope your day is simply amazing.